Mushy Mushy! It's Luke the Creeptoe Blue Jay here in town with another episode of your favorite podcast, One Two Review. I'm here in Sunstrick in Los Angeles, California with my friend Alex. Say hello, Alex. Oh, hey guys, it's me. And Brandon Alex. Cakes. Hey, that's me, Brandon. We rate and review movies, dog, until we get to about 20 points. G, money. Once we get to 20 pizzles, we call it a dizzle. Kick the intrizzle. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to review movies, and we've got a fresh one for you. This is a 2018 film directed by Marc de la Fune. This is a film called Beautiful Gestures. It stars Sarah Alvarado. It is, I'm going to go out and say it's a masterpiece uh, starring uh, Sarah playing Helen Keller, and it's about her secret daughter who's played by Kim Barnes. We've also got Ed Lewis and Daniel Chavez in there. This is uh, quite a ride. What did you guys think of Beautiful Gestures? Wow. Oscar material, hands down. Definitely. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is a retelling, obviously, of the Helen Keller history, of the Helen Keller mythology, if you will, because in a cer- in certain ways, in a lot of truths, she's entered urban myth, you know, having a daughter. Does she have a dog? Did she, you know, masturbate? All these questions about Helen Keller sort of get regurgitated and reformed into this, uh, like you guys said, Oscar worthy performance. Um, there's and a that's, lot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, that's something that I will say. I did not know a lot about the Helen Keller mythology. And I don't want to undermine the film, but I feel that it has some shades of national treasure to it, that there is some mystery that this daughter she has needs to be kept secret and safe. And I never understood the Illuminati type people that were following and trying to capture the daughter. And without spoiling too much, the film definitely in the third act kind of really heats up into almost an action film, which is akin to Defune's earlier work. Well, I think you know, the, he was in France starting. Well, speaking of in France, I think there were a lot of inferences that maybe Helen Keller's uh, disability was more of a gift, more of a genetic uh, human code that the that these agents were trying to track down and sort of a- capture, stop, whatever, put to military use, that kind of thing. The exactly. disability is so strong within Helen Keller's daughter; it's almost a superpower. Well, and that's the thing is they're conduits for the supreme DNA. I mean, not supreme DNA. That's the wrong word. But whatever it was, the the not, whatever that DNA strand that they carry, right? Yeah, it's not like to telepathy. It's not like being able to communicate. Just it's kind of like the fifth touch. element is is how my brain kind right. of like it. Like these it's... two, that Helen Keller has this, and her daughter has it, kind of tenfold. Right. Yeah, and I, I will say. I will say Sarah Alvarado really does get jacked for this movie to play Helen Keller because she does have to do a lot of running, a lot of sprinting. And in the movie, she does her own stunts, which is absolutely impressive. And Kim Barnes, who is new, she did. She was in that 70s show. She played a recurring character named Pam in that. And she hasn't done much since, but she is great as the daughter. 
uh, and she looks so young. I think that she's actually like 30, but she definitely plays an 18-year-old very well. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, and then again, Daniel Chavez is excellent. Ed Lewis. I, I just really, I really enjoyed this film. And I'm afraid, actually, if we keep talking about it, I'm going to kind of spoil some of that really exciting stuff that happens. Yeah, you really want to sit back and just enjoy the ride and know that you're, you're watching an Oscar winner. Yeah, and it's definitely a film that is going to be on TV for many, many years to come and one that I definitely will always stop and watch if I'm flipping through channels. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it two points. I, I'm just going to say that uh, right out, and uh, I'm ready to go, so two points. All right, yeah, beautiful gestures. While it does sort of muddle the true story of Helen Keller, it really elevates it in another way and takes it to the next level, so two points for me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give this movie two points. Like I said, just go see it. Don't be a dummy. All right, that is six points for uh, Mark uh, what are we doing today feeding a rat we got are we gonna feed the rat or no 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 this week we are going over the top 20 big city singles big city singles these are guys and girls in the big cities that are uh, available for dating. And so we've got some of their profiles up, but it's kind of a mixed bag here. We're just gonna go through the top kind of uh, a six now with these six points. So I'm gonna introduce you guys to Cedric uh, uh, Duquay. He's 33 years old. He is a lawyer. And this is a big one, folks. He is bi-coastal. He's a traveling lawyer, works in both New York and LA. He likes to fish and his hat, uh, he's got a hat in a lot of these photos, the same kind of hat. So he's a good looking guy. So check him out. That is Cedric uh, uh, Duquay. And then I've also got Delmar Midget, and he is 42, and he is a library technician. I don't know what that is, but he's a good looking guy. Definitely strong, definitely does uh, CrossFit. There's lots of photos of him doing a CrossFit here. He works at a library, so he's probably pretty smart. Yeah, he's smart. So there you go. You've got brains and brawn there. So that's Delmar, 42 years old. Check him out. Um, Mark Waltenberg, non-binary, snake expert, 44, based out of Los Angeles and works with the um, various wildlife preserves and zoos down here. And then Tammy Pierce, archaeologist, 38, also by coastal She works on projects in both L.A. and that's a That's a pretty big thing nowadays, you know. A lot of singles are by coastal it's, I think there's, you know, I think with internet dating, these pools uh, have become smaller, these dating pools. And so a lot of these, if you can afford it, a lot of these singles are reaching out to Double Coast to try yeah. to dip into both pools. Well, for my, my two points here, I, I did actually have lunch with this gentleman last week. And I he has my thumbs up on this. George Patrick, he's 43. Believe it or not, he's actually an apple farmer here in upstate New York. So check him out. And who else... Matthew Butler. Do you know Matthew Butler? He's a genius and he's rich. I have heard That's of it. Matthew Butler, of course. Anyone who's yeah. anyone who follows him on Instagram. It's hilarious. Yeah. He's single. Can yeah. you believe that? <laughs> I can. I can. He's holding out for the right one. He's holding out for his dream girl because honestly, yeah, he can do it. One. Best bless him, bless him so much. Or guy. Uh, great. That is six hot big city singles. 
Uh, so you can check them out. All of their bios are going to be up on our website. You can go to one reviewcom to see those. Uh, thank you all. Uh, and good night. That's the podcast. Uh, first, the first little part. Big City Singles. Today's one two review is brought to you by the Beach Boys Live Interactive Experience. Ride a surfboard. Eat a coconut and even compose an original jam. You'll hang out for an entire afternoon with the boys on a private beach on the California coast. Each person's experience will differ and you'll walk away with your own unique Beach Boys song. Check out the Beach Boys Live Interactive Experience when you get, when you get a chance. Excellent. Great. A wonderful, wonderful uh, experience, I'm sure. Something to do. Yeah, I'd love to check hot, that out. Hot California sun. Um, right now we've got, uh, we've, we've opened up our phone lines. Brandon, do you have that, that number for our listeners? Uh, one, three, four, Actors tool. Wow. I think so. I did. Uh, I do want to officially say for the record, I did not use the actor's tool to help me remember that. Now I know it. One three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight. Okay, guys. You know what? I, I might check out that West Coast Beast Boys experience. For I mean, they're not going to be around forever, so that's kind of a rare treat. Sounds like a once in a lifetime sort of thing. If I can get down there, definitely. Definitely it's remember two, to refer one to review when you check that out, guys. Uh-huh. It's only $230. That's nothing. That's nothing. Great. This week, uh, we, we've opened up our phone lines, guys, again. And um, if you want to call in, leave a message, leave a recommendation for a movie you saw or a product you used that you want us to review, go ahead and call in at 1-347-699-0068. 1-347-699-0068 to go ahead and do that. And don't don't be afraid to leave your own little review. If you have an opinion that you had about that movie or product, don't be afraid to chime in and tell us what you thought. Or, or a movie that you uh, want to know about, that you maybe are wary of seeing and don't want to waste your time, we'll watch it for you. We'll let you know. That too. If you haven't seen it yet and you want us to, to review it for you, go ahead and, and we'll check that out for you. Um, or if you just want to say hi. Or if you, yeah, if you just want to say hello, if you just want to, if you don't want to get down to business right away, you can use that number. So, um and an example of one of the messages we received, this is William calling in, and he had three movies for us to review. Uh, let's go ahead and run that run that message, Brandon. Let's hear that message. Play it. Hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, this is William. I've got a few movie suggestions for you. First one, Snakes on a Plane, P-L-A-I-N. It's a documentary about snakes who live on a plane. Next, uh, twist on an old favorite, Proud and Prejudiced. It is about an arrogant juror biased against the defendant. Finally, last one, Dial M 
for mm, and it's about a guy obsessed with seamless. He thinks it's mm, good. Anyway, keep it up. Love the show. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thank you, William. And guys, like I said, that number is one three four seven six nine nine double zero six eight. Um, Proud and Prejudiced. Let's start with that one. Doris D. Beverly film starring uh, Bill Collar, Mary Brown, James Smith. Um, it's a sort of a, a, a courtroom take on the the classic classic English tale of uh, of Elizabeth, uh, whatever her name is, um, and her suitors. Um, in this movie. She's being charged with being wishy-washy, and the jury is trying to sentence her to marriage. Um, I thought this movie was okay. I don't know. Alex, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I I love the story of Pride and Prejudice, and for me, it's just getting watered down. And I will say, I'm a large fan, for better or worse, of the bustier corset. Um, I do love that old-timey kind of cleavage. Uh, and so normally I'm a fan of it, but I think this movie pushes that a little too far. And I feel like that overshadowed almost the entire film. And I don't think that was just me as a guy that enjoys that. I felt like it was too much and it took away from a story that I really do appreciate. It did make me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I love Pride and Prejudice too. But ever since that story went into public domain, I feel like, you know, you get zombie versions. Now you get this version. What's next? You know, kids version? Well, exactly. And this one didn't have, I think, enough of a pull as just, you know, a jury kind of version of it that it needed something. So they chose sex and cleavage to sell the film, which, again, I like, but not not when it's sold like this. I like a respectful version of that. This was just too much. It was too much. And if you guys see this, you'll know what I you know what we're talking about. You know, close up shots on tits, um, sweaty breasts oiled breasts just stuff that when i first saw this in the first 15 minutes i was like great this is going to carry me through pride and prejudice a classically and you know well-known boring movie um especially for guys that aren't into this sort of old english style but it did it was a gross out in a lot of ways yeah quickly let's uh give that some numbers and we'll move on to his next film suggestion one point Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it one. I'm going to give it one. If you are, if you're a young boy, get your hands on this film and watch it. But if you're anyone else, stay away from this thing. Yeah, one point for me, too. Um, I, Yeah, I don't know. Don't waste your time. All right. Great. And then uh, let's review a film called Snakes on a Plane. This is, uh, don't be confused. Again, this is P-L-A-I-N, uh, you know, the geographical feature, not the airplane. It's not that film. But this film did get a lot of celebrity status because of that film. A lot of accidental downloads and rentals of this film. This is a 1997 film directed by Grant Pham. It's a documentary about snakes on the Andalusian flats. It's uh, it's a rehash. It's basic snake documentary, if you ask me. It had nothing new here. If you've seen one snake documentary, you've seen them all. Yeah, I agree. It is fascinating, but yeah, totally. It hits a lot of the same notes that, you know, some of the classics that we've seen before, you know, Python Tales and Anaconda. Mountain Snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of these films. Snakes of the Highway. 
I mean, there's almost direct pulls from the title cards that they use in that. And almost the that plagiarism. The is. But, you know, it is what it is. I would I definitely don't, say... Well, I don't think there's too many ways to do a snake documentary. So, yeah. like, yeah, plagiarism, but it's like writing an essay. There's only so many ways you can write an essay. It's, you know, it's a format, but it's a format that's... I thought the narrator, her voice was kind of annoying. She had that was that, Kathy Bates. Uh, she had, she had that California drawl, and it was real yeah. sort of dry, but also sassy somehow. Yeah, wasn't a fan. Yeah, I thought I thought it was fine. Just definitely yeah, the backstory new. about it being mistakenly, you know, downloaded for snakes on a plane and becoming like the second or third most torrented videos last summer. Uh, is yeah. cooler than the movie itself, but you know, we're absolutely, checking it out. Absolutely. Well, and here you go. I'll tell you this. You've never seen a snake documentary, check it out because it's a solid, it's it's a snake documentary, but if you're going to watch one, I'd say best Snakes of the Highway or something like that or Rattlesnake. Any of those are much, much better, but anyway. Brown Moccasin. Uh, one, one point for me. Um, one point for me, too. Yeah, definitely check out, maybe add another one to your list, Alex, Tipping World Scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this doesn't quite cut it. One point. That's an old one, right? Yeah, it's an old one. one Marty Stauffer. But... Yeah, Marty Stauffer actually uh, produced that one. Cool. This guy I know at the terrarium's been talking about it, but I haven't. I don't know. I haven't been able to get my hands on it. Whatever. I'll check it out. I'll download. Are you going to pull your trigger uh, on that terrarium or what? Ah. It would be cool. I, I think man. so. I think so. It would be cool. Um, I just, I don't want just snakes. I want snakes and lizards, and everyone's telling me that I can't have them in the same terrarium, and that's I don't really get want the big to. One. I, that's what I said. I said a big one will they'll separate themselves, right? And they said no. You know, mm-hmm. I figured it'd be if it's big enough, almost the size of this thing's big, Brandon. This thing's like. Well, you can always go 20. turtle snake or turtles and rept and rep. That's what they said. I can do a turtle and a snake, but I really want whatever. That's this is not the yeah, time for anyway. this. It's not the time for this. Um, so let's give overall, let's give William's call. We got one so more. Like, we got one more movie. Oh, do we? Yeah. He oh, also said Jeez. dial M for. Mm, yeah. Candace Brown directed film starring Curtis Bentley. I actually like this movie. Uh, so it's a, like a stoner film. It's like a comedy, but it's also a thriller. It's stylized as like a 1950s Hitchcock film. Basically, the guy's in his apartment. He's ordering some seamless. He's watching the news and he becomes paranoid as he sees a murder mystery unfold around him. And he thinks it all revolves around the food that he's ordering and can't stop ordering it to see what happens next. At first, I wanted to think this was tongue in cheek and I wanted to like laugh at this, but it does draw you in. And I think the short format really helps, short and sweet, helps you sort of go through this and just, it is what it is real quick and it's just nice. Oh yeah, she's good, man. Candace Brown is an excellent director. She really, really pulls you in. Yeah, again, it, it's got excellent, a, a little bit like I enjoyed, you know, Get Out or something like that. It's got these shades of comedy uh, speckled in there, but ultimately a very, a very unnerving thriller. And I think just really well executed and definitely something that someone like Hitchcock, I think, would appreciate. Yeah, there's no extra fluff in this one, you know? She really yeah, slims yeah. it down to just the bare essentials. Oftentimes in movies, you'll be like, why am I seeing this? But yeah. Dial M for mmm really nails every shot. Yeah, seamless. Bare bones. Chicken wing bones. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give this thing two points. Two points from me. 
yeah, out of all these films, this one is definitely better than the other one. So check this one out. Yeah, definitely. This was the best one. So definitely dial M for M. Mm. And dial one three seven six nine nine zero zero six eight to get your movie reviewed, guys. All right, so we've got all those points, but that's too many points. So let's uh, let's put all of Williams' we'll call, uh, call into kind of because we yeah, were we'll we we're it. all consenting on the same ones. We all agreed. Yeah, yeah five so good. Let's call four, it five points. Five, four, five, four, five, five points. points. Okay. So we're gonna give you five more of these hot, hot, big city singles. We've got Dana Paul, thirty-five years old, stay-at-home uncle. Uh, uh, that's all we've got on him. I mean, he's got pictures of him with the kids. They're in parks and stuff. He looks like a great guy. Uh, cool I don't shades. know why he's on. Sure, but I don't know why he's on here. It seems like he's we should have more information besides stay-at-home uncle. Uh, but he looks like a nice guy. Like I'm sure loaded. he has been feted. We have got uh, Catherine Taylor, 30 years old. She is a dirty girl, it says. And quite literally, nice. here is her in a dirty river. She's playing in the mud there. She's rafting. She is hiking. She looks like she gets out a lot. It says here she is into discotheques. Uh, as well as mud life. Outdoor, outdoor, outdoor. Outdoor, uh, outdoor, outdoor. That's let me, Catherine uh, Taylor. You know, I was flipping through here. I got to tell you, a lot of these, I was like, swipe the way that denies access to them because they weren't great. I will tell you, here's a couple that I did like. Ramona Leach. Did you guys see this sure, beautiful? Yeah, you kept showing her. You're passing yeah. her around. Twice divorced, but she's back on the prowl. So whatever. Check it out. She's and young. she's only 22, guys. 23. 23 That's a good now. sign. Yeah, it switched this week, I think. Joseph Mall, uh, another stunner, which I have to point out. I'm going to put a bullet next to Joseph Beast. Mall. Because, yeah, totally. 44 years old. He, he can do a backflip. He's American, and he's a bowler. So, Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Well, Brandon, I think I can one-up your whatever his name is with my mort goldstein la-based power lifter 27 years old you should see this guy's pecs uh and he can lift deadlift over 750 pounds that's incredible for his size that's incredible fake weights yeah. or real weights the weights are made out of plastic okay but they do add up to real gravitational pull on his arms and it shows it shows truly all right, let's kick that sponsor that I was so anxious for. Sponsor break. Big City Singles. You hear that? Those are bees. Oh, you hear that? That's the sound of happy cows making milk for Pawnee Honey Farms. Uh, Pawnee Farms Honey Butter. It's half honey and half butter. Some people say that you shouldn't eat it all the time, but I think you might like it. A creamy, sweet, all-natural, organic butter perfectly blended with real Montana brindle bee honey. Spread it on muffins, apples, tortillas, or if Granny's asleep, you can just sneak a little dab on your sneaky little finger. Honey butter from Bonnie Farms. Hey, you guys ever go to singles clubs? I've always wanted to, but no, I never have. 
see a lot of these singles might be there but they might also not be and that's why you gotta tune into one to review to get hot tips about hot singles in big cities everybody is tender everybody is grinder but not everybody is one to review that's what you should tell your friends because everybody needs a good hookup okay alex luke so glad to have everybody back it's actually been a week how are you doing great i'm doing great man very hot getting very very tan i'm brown as brown as a coconut husk brown as the husk of a coconut husk wallet that's beautiful vouch for that let's talk about this next movie this was a film that came out actually recently 2018 documentary it's called pawns in the game now you guys are more excited to see this than i was however i will say by the end of it i I was kind of into it. This documentary follows two multi-season extras for the hit HBO show Game of Thrones. And it's kind of like what an extra is like for two seasons on the Game of Thrones set. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so this was all new to me. But what did you guys think? Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah, the extras in Game of Thrones are the best. And a lot of people have been telling Luke and I to shut up about it. But we stand by the fact that the extras in that show really do everything that the books need to bring these tales to life. And they're the best They're best in, uh, in any TV show, and I'd say the best in any movie as well. Yeah, I don't often watch shows for the extras, but I do feel connected to these two, so I'm definitely going to check out the next season of Game of Thrones and just yeah. try to spot well, them out. We follow Janet and LaHondo, or sorry, LaHondo, uh, Janet and LaHondo Taylor as they go through seasons two and three as extras in the TV show Game of Thrones. We get to see them waking up at 5 a.m. for their early calls. We get to see them eat the same breakfasts every day. The, the glamour that comes with working on a TV show as well as the grind that you really experience. And all the primary actors in the background that you can catch. That's quite the cool film technique, I felt, the way they did that. Yeah, it flipped the primary actors into the background, and you can actually see them acting like normal people, Like, and you can see them, how they are on set. That's really a, mm-hmm. a lot of fun, too. We get the turmoil when Lajardo breaks his leg during one of the stunt scenes and one of the big battles. He breaks his leg, and it's pretty traumatic. You know, Janet's his best friend. She takes him to the hospital, and she misses a day of work, and they almost both get fired from the show. Uh, it's very cool. Just and, and all this was real, and I know some documentaries are a little bit, uh, they hedge their truth, but I'm, from my understanding, this is very true. And guys, you won't be able to find out how bad of a break it is unless you watch this, this documentary. We're not gonna tell you. We're not gonna spoil that for you. There is a cool part, though, because they had that on film and they didn't put it in the movie or the sorry, the TV show because it was too real looking because it was real. And I think because he's such a little known part of the show, I mean, not to say that he's not playing a a big part, but he's just such a little known part of the show, such an insignificant part of the show that it never made it to any kind of press outlet either. No, of course not. Of course not. Extra breaks his leg, but it's a pivotal moment in this we also see some of the highs, such as Grilled Cheese Wednesday, which is a, a staple that everybody loves on set. It really brings everybody together. They can all talk. I guess that's still going on, too. Yeah, it's that's a tradition. That's been going on for every single season. Yeah. A lot, of those, a lot of those actors still get together on Wednesdays. I don't know In between what seasons, kind of yeah. sandwiches they're having. 
I just you could really feel the whole family that is HBO's Game of Thrones. That, that, I'd that also is like to yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's all. I'd also like to give a shout out to the extras on the DVD because the extras of this were actually pretty enlightening and showed even more footage, like another hour and a half almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a mini, there's an extra, like a DVD extra on this DVD like a mini doc. about the extra, a mini doc about the extras. Because as they're filming, the intros or the, sorry, the conversations with the extras, our main ones, Janet and Larhonda, you see extras in the background and they catch some of those. They talk to some of them about their experience. It's a little bit of a rabbit hole, but it's very cool. They yeah, catch clever. some of the people that don't even make it on set. The, some of the, some of the extra tryouts that don't even uh-huh. uh, make it through fittings, don't even have the right face or the right body to, you know, some of these people the move, they, they move to the city to try to be an extra in the show. And so you really also appreciate these people you don't care about. All of a sudden, you know, you appreciate what they have and that they've earned these things. Yeah. That's a great little add-on. You really feel for what's her face from wherever. Uh, you guys ready to review it? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. I'm going to give Pawns in the game uh, two points. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, must-have companion for any Game of Thrones nut obviously get this but like i said it's a great standalone too if you're not into game of thrones check out pawns in the game and it might be like the gateway drug two points yeah this movie as i said definitely had me hooked by the end i fell in love with all the characters and i will definitely be checking out the next uh game of thrones season but um lies i'll leave it at that we'll see Well, that's six points for pawns in the game. Six you guys got some points. big city hotties for me, some big, big city singles city that are going to make my life just extraordinary. You know it. How about Thomas Russell? Check out this picture. Um, not only does he have those beautiful teeth, but he also loves frogs. So you can't not love a guy who loves frogs. Crystal? tall glass of water crystal she comes in at six feet 11 tall normal size feet too though i got andrew mitchell 65 years old grandpa of three owner of a print sign making shop check him out check out those glasses check out that hair tons of hair for a 65 year old uh if you're a little bit older and a listener of the show which a lot of you are check out Andrew Mitchell. I've also got Chandler Barhavel. He is the owner of a coffee shop. He is 38 years old, has a mustache that could pierce a cow. Look at that guy's face. Look at that. And a nose. A nose of a man that knows how. A man that knows how. Wink, wink, ladies. Guys, take a break. Oh, that's sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't see those winks, I gave some big winks to these boys. That's a man that knows. Yeah. You guys didn't hear those winks. Um, wink, wink for Gabriela R. Isabel de la Fuente, 47, from L.A. Do I need to say more? Check out her Instagram, Gab R. Isabel la Fuente, 47. Um, yeah. And um, our youngest big city single he's bi-coastal because he's always hitting up both coasts drop shows to drop sick rhymes his name is bryze b-r-y-z-e check him out on youtube guys 
Nice, no last name needed. Drop that family, I don't need a family. I don't know Very if that's cool his intentions. I, I mean, he talks about family a lot in his raps. Wow. Oh, I know, I know. Bryce is huge. I had no idea Bryce. he singled it. Bryce. Bryce. Bryce is huge. Yep. I had no Bryce. idea. He's yeah, on he the is. market for the first time. He's wow. always he's always been he's been playing the field because of course he can, but he's looking to lock something down, I think. Very cool. Very cool. Alright, so let's kick a sponsor and let's get back to some more movies. Sponsor de la Pont. Sponsor de la Pont. Sick City Singles. Joseph Moles back to the train From the maker of Cartwheel and Somersault Trainer comes Joseph Mole's eight-year backflip program. Learn how to do a backflip. In less than eight years or less. Must be in excellent physical condition and results are not guaranteed. You know what, guys? Let's take a summer Friday and take the rest of the day off. We're calling that 20 points. Cool. I do want to tell everyone about one more hot single. That is Nancy Bass. She is a table maker, so, a, you know, like a woodworker, 44 years old. She's from Oakport, Miami, and she loves to surf. So that's I promised. Bass. I promised my friend Corbin Watts that I would shout him out. He's a goth instructor, 46, based out of L.A., Nice. We've got Christopher Willis also. No info on him, but he's up high on that list, and that was so intriguing to us that we definitely wanted to throw him in there, too. Uh, any more singles you needed to mention, Brandon? Um, legally, no. We got to also give a shout-out to our boy Rab for sponsoring Rab. us. Not sponsoring, but yeah, sponsoring. He's a Patreon donor, and you can be a Patreon donor as well if you go to our website, www.12review.com. Shoutouts to Rap. Shoutouts to our other Patreon donor. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Next week, Alex, what's up? We're gonna be reviewing Bat for Dad, Oil Paintings, Mystery on the Boat, Six Sixies, and Double Lettuce, Rooster milk and my dad hepatitis C. The dough classic. The dough classic severance package, as well as coitus. Crumble dough two. Crumble dough two, and <laughs> wandering crumb, as well as duster and cape crepe Suzette. Two Thanks, more from the dough week. series, <laughs> including <laughs> horse dough and meal bites. Uh, we love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs> and one more from the Crumble Dough series. One more. No, that's it. Bye.